0: Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller, and I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we answer questions on the topics of sex and dating
1: uh, that we either find online or are sent in by our lovely listeners, which sometimes includes you. Yeah, you. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. You You think that we're not talking about you, but we are specifically at this point in time talking about you. Yeah, not you, but you. Yeah, I did you. Forget it. Get out of Mm. here. We know what you did. (laughs) Last summer. Welcome back. How's your week been? I don't really know. I I feel like all time has lost. Like, we joked about it when we were in the pandemic, that time didn't really have any meaning. But now that I have more of like a structured existence of like work and stuff, I feel like time means less.
1: Yeah, I thought time had no meaning because I had too much of it. And now time has no meaning because I have too little of it. Yeah. I just worked six days straight and I'm just a corpse human. I'm just a tired,
0: tired man. It was, it was a very busy week. On the plus side, I finally got new shoes. Can Ooh. I just tell you how hard it is to fucking find shoes right now? Because apparently you remember that silly old boat that decided to go sideways in oh, the no. fucking canal. No, our canal, bro. Yeah. Apparently that motherfucker screwed up like a bunch of shoe supply chain lines. How Li- specific. Right. I like, I think they fucked up like a lot of supply chains, but mm-hmm. shoes uh, are among, among shoes the are, are the only one that so far I've come across and like my feet are fucking weird. Uh, so I have to try on shoes because I bought a pair of shoes that I tried on at another store, but they were slightly too big. So I had to order a smaller size online and then I got it and they were like way too small, but I finally found a pair of shoes. So I'm very excited to hopefully get home from work and not have throbbing feet. That's awesome. I got a new haircut,
1: so now I don't have to, halfway through my shift, worried that I forgot to take my helmet off and
0: realize that it is, in fact, just my gigantic mop of hair. You're going to have to post a picture on our Instagram. If you want to see Niall's new haircut, please hop over to our Instagram, FCK Buddies. I'm not going to do it until someone asks me, so there you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so ask me if you want.
0: Yeah, ask him, damn I'm not going
1: to do it for no reason. Do you have any sex news, or should we just get into this goddamn thing? Let's just fucking, like, just rip... This podcast open and just pour all our goodies on the ground.
0: Hell yeah, like some sort of advice pinata.
1: That's exactly what I'm going for. This is by Toxically Lazy42. My boyfriend, 20 year old male, wants me wants to film me while I, 19-year-old female, go down on him. He says it's only for him. Help. This is my first serious relationship. I had a boyfriend before, but we were never physical. I started dating my current boyfriend four months ago, and it's gone pretty smooth. He's been sweet to me and hasn't shown any red flags yet. He was okay with taking things slowly and giving me time, as I haven't done anything serious before this. Last week, he told me he told me he wants to take a video of me while I give him a BJ. I was taken aback by this and was reluctant. He tried to convince me that's normal for couples to do these kinds of things. He's dated multiple girls before and said all of them agreed to this and that I shouldn't make a big deal out of it. I told him I'm not comfortable being filmed, to which he came back with, it's only for me, and you should be open to this. He kept assuring me it's only for him and no one else. He even said I can film him when he does stuff to me if I want. Is this normal in the relationship? I'm frankly not okay with doing this, but I also want to be good slash normal girlfriend to him. What should I do? I don't want to force myself into doing anything, but I also don't want this to cause issues in our relationship. It's been ver- really confusing, and ever since the talk last week, he's been fairly cold towards me, so I'm worried. Thank
0: you. Any help is appreciated. I mean, I, you do answer the question within the question, but let's, let's sort of pick it apart piece by piece uh, as I remember it. One, uh, there's no such thing as a normal relationship yep. in terms of expectations of what people are cool with. You know what I mean? Like 90% p- of people could be okay with uh, having their partner film them during sex or, or during sexual activity, mm-hmm. and that doesn't really make it normal. That just means it's the majority of people who do it. Yeah. Um, so don't worry about what's normal because relationships change from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. I know people who, you know, what I mean, like uh, the, the broad spectrum of what people do in their relationships is so wildly varied that what the couple next to you is doing has literally no bearing on what you should be doing as a partner or as a couple. I think that's great advice. There is literally no normal, like so.
1: Get that off the table
0: uh, now. Next up, you don't feel comfortable doing it. That should be the end of the story. You can have a longer conversation with it, but I, I think that when you when a partner says. Uh, proposes something whether it's a new kink or something they want to try or uh, a direction they want to take the relationship if the other person says i'm not comfortable with that by all means continue to discuss it to continue to like feel out why that might be and and maybe it's a you know baggage from a past relationship or maybe it is just something they don't want to do if that's the case that's the end of the conversation if that's a deal breaker for you then that's the end of the relationship. There's no reason why, and we've said it a thousand times, why if someone isn't willing to meet you halfway or with a, a request that you want, and that upsets you, then maybe this isn't the partner for you. And I mean that on both sides of the fence. You know what I mean? If this guy keeps pressing you, then he's a bad partner and definitely not the one for you. And if this guy is like, if this is a big thing for him, letting his partners or, or filming his partners, that, and, and she doesn't want to, then, sorry, dude, you got to move on. It's not your job to coerce them into fitting your mold.
1: Yeah, you you say uh, he hasn't shown any red flags yet. Well, guess what? He just has a whole bunch of them telling you you shouldn't make a big deal out of it, saying, oh, it's only for me. You should be open to this. And then also like bringing in his past relationships to like shame you, uh, that's fucked up. Saying, "Oh, it's normal for couples to do this stuff." I've dated multiple girls; they agreed to do this. Like all of that is fucked up. And the fact he's being cold to you, that's fucked up. None of these are healthy things. None of these are good things. Shaming someone with your pa- from with your past experiences or partners is messed up. Ignoring what they're comfortable with, pressuring them, guilting them, all these things are super big red flags. Take that to heart. Realize that maybe he hasn't shown them before, but he's kind of like pelting you with them right now.
0: There's also like other things that make you worry about. Someone who's like, oh, these are only for me. Then it's like, well and they say no, and then you get real weird about it, makes you think that, like, maybe these aren't just for you. It seems, and I'm not saying that, like, you know, every boyfriend has a secret porn account that they're, but, like, to go from, like, oh, like, don't worry, they're just for me, and they're like, ah, sorry, I'm still not comfortable with it, and then being like, well, fine then, and, and pouting about it seems suspicious. Yeah,
1: like, either way, he's taking it far too far, and it's like, you should never do anything you're uncomfortable with in a relationship, even if it's, like, as simple as kissing. You know what I mean? Or, you know, it could be anything. There's no normal, there's no rules you have to follow, right? It's not like, oh, you can, you have the option for anal, but you have to be videoed sucking someone off. You know, that's, that's like just part of the contract. The other one, sure, I guess you could decide not to do anal. It's like, no, it's everything is optional.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, if you turn around and be like, well, uh, I would like to peg you. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would like to film myself pegging you. And if he's like, oh, no, I'm not into that, it's like, well, literally all my other boyfriends have done it. Mm-hmm. So, you I shouldn't make a big deal out of this. You should be okay with this.
1: Like, that's fucked up. I think this person, you need to have a, a very serious conversation with him where, because, hey, maybe he's just a big baby. You guys are young enough. Maybe it's not as sinister as it might appear. But either way, he needs to learn that no matter what the issue is, your boundaries need to be respected and that mm-hmm. you're allowed to stand up for your position and what you do or do not want to do. And that's not optional. He needs yeah. to be okay with that, right? Like, that's... That's the fucking bare minimum in a relationship. And if he's being shitty about this, 100% dump him. You don't want to be with a person like this, especially if he has this weird recording fixation and doesn't like to take no for an answer. I don't want to get alarmist, but there are other things of a more sinister nature he could do, like have a hidden camera or, you know, just pull his phone out or anything like that. Obviously, it's an extreme, but if someone isn't respecting you, you never really know where that's going to end. So fuck this guy if if he can't realize what he's done wrong and you know, respect what you want, but a hundred percent what Dane said, there is no normal. So if anyone is ever coming at you like, oh, this is normal. Oh, you should be this. You should be that. Red flag
0: time. Also, I do want to add, we live in a digital age where Mm -hmm. literally like, unless this guy's busting out like a VHS camcorder and, (laughs) or like a super eight camcorder in which he's recording on physical media, this isn't just for him. It's a, it's very very easy for data to get leaked. I mean, look what happened at like when Snapchat and everything got hacked. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people's nudes got leaked online. Yeah, and we've we've
1: seen so many fucking questions where it's like, oh, my boyfriend has my nudes or my girlfriend has my nudes, and they're like threatening, blah blah blah. And it's like it's not an unreal, like it's not you being over the top to be uncomfortable about this. You know what I mean? There are a lot of reasons for you to be uncomfortable with it if you want to be. Again, if you're not uncomfortable, with, fine. By all means. You know, keep in mind the risks, but you know, it's not like you're out of nowhere. That, that just makes it worse. It's like you do have legitimate reasons to be concerned. Um, And the fact that he is so blasé about the whole thing probably means you have more reasons to be concerned.
0: I don't think I would like unless someone asked me to record them. I don't think I would ever suggest it at this point in time in my life and in this point in time in society where like I don't know how easy it is to access shit on my phone or, Mm -hmm. you know, how things are backed up or any of that kind of stuff that like I if, if it's not something I want out in the world. I wouldn't suggest, you know what I mean? Like it it just makes no sense for me at this point in time with the way technology is. I think like if you're going to be recording yourself on your phones, you should at least be okay with the idea that this could get leaked at some point because Mm -hmm. it is, you know what I mean? Losing We've your phone, it having it stolen, time. having like any number of things can happen here. All it takes is Facebook Messenger to get hacked. And, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? That's that's something to be concerned about regardless of how much you trust your partner or what they say. Because like even the well most well-meaning person who, again... Would delete this as soon as we recorded it. Who knows what could happen. Also, like it's never as fun as it sounds.
1: Well, I don't know. I feel like people always get really insecure after because it's like you're used to porn and like good lighting and like professionalism and like angles and etc.
0: And it's like you're you're correct. I was saying, well, but every time I had done it, it had been with someone who was very eager to be on camera. Yeah, so like so there. Yes, there is a very a big difference between you know, begging your girlfriend to do it because like chances are it's just going to be the top of her head and her hair (laughs) covering everything. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) very true. The cinematography, the mise en scene is going to suck. Yeah. All right. Hit me. This comes from Reddit user casual orgasms. Is it possible to instantly lose all sexual attraction towards your partner? Last month, my girlfriend got a big-ass dog paw tattoo on her neck. The paw represented her dog that recently passed away, a dog we both loved until the bitter end. Whenever I look at it on her neck, my dick wants to crawl up at my asshole. I fucking hate that tattoo, and I hate that I'm allowing it to become a big deal. I know it's superficial as fuck, but I just can't help how I feel. Can anyone relate? I've definitely lost sexual attraction for someone when I've like found out more about them and realized that they're a
1: fucking asshole. Or, you know, they've said or done something just so shitty that I'm like, ugh,
0: this person sucks. I've never had a tattoo do it for me. Oddly enough, I have had a tattoo do it for me. Oh, what's the tattoo dish? It's funny because I had previously slept with someone who had eyes on, like, tattooed on their back. <laughs> and and, and like it was done- realistic eyes? No, they were, like, stylized and kind of, like, sexy, like- Anime eyes. Know- No, like Cleopatra style. Like it was like like, an emoji. No, it was like (laughs) they were like almost like hieroglyphic eyes.
1: So like googly eyes.
0: Yes, they just had googly eyes on their back. Mm -hmm. But I had previously been with someone who had an eye tattoo and it was I had no problem with it. It didn't bother me. Then I also hooked up with someone who had eye tattoos, but they were like Disney style eyes. (laughs) So like very cartoony. And I fucking hated it. And it wasn't. It was something that I hadn't seen because, like, the first time we hooked up, she was wearing a dress, and it was like mm-hmm. we never we didn't take it off. So, like, I had never seen her naked. The Wait, second were they time, also
1: we... on her back.
0: Yes, Why they are, were like Why are
1: people getting eyes tattooed on their back. Is this like a cult of people that sleep with Dane? Maybe because, like,
0: I don't think I've ever slept with someone who has eye tattoos. In fact, I don't think I know anyone who has eye tattoos. Yeah, well, it was it was one of those things where I just like I couldn't get over it because it like. I just felt like I, I have a thing where like I try to find faces and stuff like I saw or like uh, not. I started like uh, electrical sockets and stuff mm-hmm. like look like faces and yeah. I see faces and stuff in the the mundane world and it really like I, I don't want to get too blue here, but from doggy style, it looked like the eyes More were like there. the eyes of the butthole mouth, the butthole. She looked like it, her butt just constantly looked surprised <laughs> to be fair. All butts do. Yeah, but when you add the illusion of eyes to the to the mix, all you can see is just they... a butthole going Ooh <laughs> <laughs> <And it's, laughs> <laughs> Like I gotta tell you, man, it's kind of a deal breaker for me. So I get where were, this guy's coming from. Were they just random eyes by themselves with nothing around them? I mean there was more tattoos in the in the situation, but the mm-hmm. eyes were like a standalone sort of situation, and they were just there. That's hey. That's just a weird, it's weird. Just making that butthole, ooh. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, no, I, I, so I get it. I think it also sucks. And I think it sucks even more because it's like, it's not just a random tattoo. It's like, hey, I'm going to break up with you because your dog died and you honored him.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, but I also get that. Like, if if I had a beloved pet and someone got, a, like, a memorial tattoo that is pretty much only visible during sex, it would be a bit of a bummer. I think. Mm -hmm. It was her dog, though, right? Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. But he said... You know, yeah, you could still be very, very close. Yeah. Uh, But it would be, like, wild if it was the other way around as well. Yeah. I got this tattoo to commemorate your dog. Look at it while we fuck. But, like, hey, fuck it. Okay, so, maybe it's a, a thing that will pass. That's what I think. Maybe that's bad advice, but, like, you could just be like, hey, this makes me very sad, obviously, because it's fresh, and, like, maybe we... Either cover it up or abstain for like a little bit and maybe you'll get used to it. And if not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how a conversation goes where you tell them you're breaking up with them because of their dead
0: dog honorific. Yeah, it's a tough one, but I, I agree with you. I think this is something I think what's happening here is you haven't really processed the loss of the dog and that grief and that mourning process has been projected onto this tattoo. Yeah. So I think you need to take some time, whether it is just taking a break from sex for a while or just talking to your partner about it and being like, hey, I really miss that dog. And, you know, you're the tattoo. Sometimes when I look at it, like it makes me really sad. And I don't think that necessarily like you have to find a way to do it where you don't seem to be blaming her tattoo. Yeah. Or or chastising or forgetting the tattoo. But I think you, I don't think there's any harm in actually like talking about your feelings and what it makes you feel. And because I think just getting that out might help you process it and help, might help you move past it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. And like, it also could be like, maybe if it's new, if it's like red or inflamed or sore, even just the fact that, in its newness, you're not used to it. All those might also contribute to it. So I don't know. I feel like it's, if it's a good relationship and you guys have been together for a long time, and also if this person is suffering from the loss of her dog, is it, is it going to end your world to give it a week or two? Probably not. You know, and I think that's a decent thing to do. Yeah. And then fuck it, if you have to break up, you have to break up. Maybe don't even mention the tattoo.
0: I I think if you try to process your grief, I think you will be able to get over this humble. I I really hope you don't have to end a relationship over this, because that is a real kick in the teeth. Mm -hmm. This one's a little different.
1: This is by Vardarak. Successful guys, what hobbies or interests do you have? This thread is much more about you than me, but I want to learn what makes you more interesting and well-rounded. Generally, these are qualities
0: I feel I lack. So go on, Dan, tell us
1: about your hobbies or interests.
0: Okay, sure. I'm a big fan of science fiction. I like playing D&D with the boys, with the homies. I like sour beers. I'm a big fan of boxing. I like video games. I like co-op video games. Uh, and that's, I, I'm, I'm really into weird ass music, a wide variety of music. And that's it. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's, it. that's all. They're the only things Dan likes. I mean, Cats? it's big big swath I guess I'm a big cat I'm a big animal big cat person. Boy? big flower shirt boy you mm-hmm. can't give people shit for liking socks and bringing up floral shirts hey, no I'm see the thing is
1: I'm proffering it to you not you saying you know and even that I, okay you're right I guess <laughs> well if it was a bird shirt thing I love bird shirts and yeah similarly I super like fantasy I write I love reading I love cooking I love playing d and d with the boys I like TV and movies I play guitar. I cycle and swim and skateboard, I guess. Climbing? Did you say climbing? I didn't say climbing. I like metal music. And like, I think what I was trying to get at is that like, I feel like there's this image of like, what are the cool hobbies and what are the cool interests? And like, what are the things that you're using so I can do them? I would say that most of the things we have mentioned are not typically cool.
0: I, I don't think it's the hobbies. It's your passion for those things. Oh, hundred percent. That's the point I'm here to make. I, I would imagine nine times out of 10 on a date, although it's, it's becoming far more popular. If I mentioned that I was into D and D or like table tabletop rpgs Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten i would imagine people be like the fuck are you talking about but if i then went on to be like hey i'm in my 30s and i get to spend time with my best friends every week when's the last time you could say that that you Mm -hmm. regularly on a schedule get to have dinner and spend you know six, seven hours with your best friends every week in your thirties. Yeah. It's in your head of. off all the it, time. <laughs> yeah, It's unheard of. And I was, and like, that's the reason why we started playing was because we wanted something to do to like, you know, make sure that we would always find time to hang out. And it just ended up becoming a, a huge part of our lives. And it's like, I think that is what sells the hobby and not the hobby. Well,
1: even then it's like, if you're into the hobby and your partner isn't a jerk, it's like, you getting to explain what it is you like about it and why is cool yeah, or should be cool, right? You know what I mean? Exactly like No matter yes. what it is. Um, and it's funny because literally like two comments down, someone's like, hobbies that don't get me any, playing video games and D&D. It's like, one, hobbies don't get you any, you know what I mean? No. Necessarily, unless maybe you meet them through the hobby, which I think is it's still a different question. But yeah. it's like, that's kind of not how you should go about doing this. Because it's not like, damn, you, you do the sexy hobby? Well, we should we should do the sex. It's more that like, oh, you're a real person. Cool. I like you. And that comes about from any. Like, I really don't know of any normal person that's like, oh, that's your
0: hobby? Fuck you. Because unless you're weird about it. If, if I ask someone that question, and I don't think there's an answer unless it was like, you know, killing small puppies. Yeah. Or, or you know what I mean? But like, if someone's like, oh, I'm really into, you know, restringing guitars. I would want to know more about that, mm-hmm. and if they had, if they're just like, oh, I, I like sometimes when it snaps and it hurts me. Like, okay, bad answer. The other answer <laughs> is like, oh, it's something I used to do with my dad, and I find it really like meditative and zen, and it really helps me focus. And it like, you know, I'm a big fan of guitars, and and yeah. changing the 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 strings on my guitar give me a new sound and blah, blah blah. It's like, okay, great. Like, if you have a reason for it and you have the passion for what you do, I don't give a shit what you're doing. Yeah. I'm I'm eager to learn about you.
1: I love it more if it's fucking weird, you know? Because I would much rather learn what you're doing and why and learn about a new thing than be like, oh, you like Netflix? You like like hanging with friends? Yeah. I recently met someone while we were talking. I kind of like, you know, we were just talking about random shit. And I was like, oh, you know, like, I, I feel like hobbies and what you've done over the pandemic or what you're now doing now that it's kind of started to fuck off. Etc. cetera, like come up. And like, we we're just talking about various hobbies or something. And like, I have way too many. And they were like, uh, Netflix, and hanging out with friends and going to the gym. I was like, yeah. that can't be it. That cannot be the be all and end all of your passions.
0: That's a bullshit answer where you're too scared to actually exactly let people in. That's what I was going to say. I, I think a lot of people have, you know, maybe they're big into Pokemon Go. A lot of people don't want to say that for fear of being uncool. And I think the only time you're uncool with a hobby is if you're ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. That's again, like I've literally told
1: girls like I write fantasy novels. You know what I mean? Like I fucking de- I definitely played Pokemon Go for a long time. Like all these things. I've never had anyone be upset about it.
0: I know. i like, look, there are going to be people who won't jive with your hobbies. That's. Yeah a fact, you know what I mean? Like, there are still people to this day, if I mention like, oh yeah I play D&D or like, you know, uh, tabletop RPGs and they're, and they like treat me like I'm a fucking leper and it's like, okay, cool, I have nothing to do with, like, uh, you're not gonna get along with everyone, mm-hmm. that's but just the thing is the reality.
1: like in this
0: situation,
1: either one not doing the thing you love or two lying about doing the thing you love they both are shit options because one yeah. way you're miserable and the other way you're just kind of delaying The point at which they turn around and treat you like a leper. So it's like, there's absolutely no downside to just being like, oh, this is what I do. And this is why I do it. And it's great. That's like, Mm -hmm. if they, if they're shit about it, cool. Go fuck yourself.
0: Giving up a big part of something that you love and and a big part of who you are for the possibility that someone might be interested in you Mm -hmm. is the dumbest fucking thing to do. So- be proud of what you like and what you do.
1: Again, unless it's killing puppies or something horrible, in which case, stop. Yeah. Stop doing that and start doing something like D&D or, you know, crocheting. Or killing evil puppies. Ooh, like a day. Dexter
0: situation. <laughs> 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 um, this comes from Keymaker Throwaway Asking a girl to leave their bra on during sex. I'm wondering how offended or upset a girl might be if I specifically ask them to leave their bra on during the act. I've noticed for whatever reason, it's a huge turn-on for me whenever I see it while watching porn. I guess it makes me think of how rushing straight to the penetration makes things seem more in the moment. Like if the girl was too rushed and couldn't be bothered to take everything off. For my personal sexual relationships... I've only been with girls with smaller size boobs. I know it's something that can make them feel very self-conscious, but luckily I actually prefer smaller sizes. But I feel like this would definitely make them misunderstand why I would ask them not to take their tops off, like seeing their chest would be a turn off instead of a turn on. Okay, so I feel like,
1: I get it, sometimes you want to leave the lingerie on. Sometimes you want to leave the clothes on a little bit. I think that very specifically asking about just the bra draws too much attention to just the boobs. Yes. So, you know, if you want her to wear underwear and like just pull the underwear to the side or pull them half down and like, you know, you you can definitely play with this. But like the more kind of clothing is involved, the less the focus is on just one area of the body. At which point, the less likelihood there is that somebody gets the wrong idea. Now, if any other clothes being involved rooms are for you, then maybe you're lying to yourself and it is about the boob, some way.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, there are other ways. Like, like you said, yes, just tell them you have a clothes on fetish. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's no harm in that. And it's actually like Pretty a friendly. Common. Uh, yeah, it's super common. It's it's pretty easy to. It, it really doesn't require anything on their half to accommodate this fetish. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. unless they get very very hot during sex, which is <laughs> a possibility. But hey, like, I've been there. even if you just suggest things like, oh, I'm I'm really into like having sex with a little bit of clothes on, like you know lifting a skirt or a dress up, or you know uh, taking your shirt off but leaving a bra on, and, and like throwing out multiple options, mm-hmm. while also putting the one you know what I mean? Like, hiding the one that you're really interested in, will will make it sound like you're not just like, I only want to have sex with you, with your bra on nothing
1: yeah, else. Yeah, because being that specific is gonna sound hurtful, I think, no matter what.
0: And again, you might find someone who's actually really cool and very confident and, and comfortable in their body, and won't take it, will take it exactly on service level of like, that's just something you're into mm-hmm. but, as always, yeah, there runs the risk of Triggering someone's insecurities. And it's awesome that you're aware of that. And it's awesome that you're trying to find a way to make sure your partner is comfortable and, and feels respected while also trying to approach your kink. I, I think that's a great mindset to have in any sexual relationship. Yeah, 100%. So, like, yeah, be clear about what you find hot and like be
1: a little bit more general and like try to be like, look, can we keep all your underwear on and I'll just like pull them to the side? Because I'm sure that won't ruin it for you. I'm sure it won't be too much of an inconvenience to her. And again, it's like, You're looking at underwear as a set. You're not just singling out the boobs and being like, hide them. Or you could also buy her some lingerie and be like, these are really hot. I want you to keep them on during. Mm -hmm. And that's like a nice gift for them, a nice gift for you. And it kind of makes a little bit more sense why you just have them on in that situation. But again, that almost sounds subterfuge when like what Dane said 100% I think answers this question. It's like, just explain to them that you find it hot and try to not just make it all about one thing, which will turn it from your kink to their problem.
0: Yeah. I like, especially if you start with something as simple as just being like, I want to keep like all your top clothes on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and and just explain it be like, because it seems rushed and that like that really get does it for me. Even if it Mm -hmm. is like, even if there is some planning involved, like the idea of like not fully undressing you is so fucking hot and then you can work like maybe take her shirt off and leave the bra on and i think like i think what like if there is a the instinct of her just wanting to get naked at that point i think that's also really hot and might still satisfy the same kink you know what i mean of like
1: yeah frantically tearing it off midway yeah yeah exactly yeah no i totally agree and like you know it's actually the first step is so easy because you could be just like wear a dress and don't wear any underwear Mm -hmm. and then you lift that dress off or, or up And like all of a sudden she's only wearing the top stuff. Yep. And also that's super fun and hot. Yeah. So I I think we solved this.
0: one. Like I said, it's, it's such an easy kink to, to accommodate on their end that they really (laughs) don't have to do anything to like check a bunch of boxes for you. If it was something as simple as that, if it's like, Hey, can you just like, like I, I used to sleep with someone who loved having an unbuttoned, like if I was still wearing an unbuttoned shirt, didn't matter what kind of shirt, as long as it was unbuttoned and I left it on, they fucking loved it. And it was, I was like, yeah. <laughs> literally no problem.
1: Now, none of that is to say, as per the first question, that because it's easy for them and because it's whatever, that they should feel obliged to do it. Of course. We're not contradicting ourselves here. But I think we've done it. How dirty do you want to get on this one? Let's get fucking filthy. This is by Penguins 90 My 30-year-old female husband, 43-year-old male, has been pooping in the tub. Can't believe I'm writing this. For a while, there's been a faint smell of poop sometimes in the bathroom when I shower, yet no poop in the toilet. I always figured it must be someone pooped earlier that day. It's us and two kids in the house. While yesterday rushing to get ready for work, I opened the bathroom to see an actual turd sitting on the edge of the tub and him with his phone taking pictures. He exploded (laughs) at me, told me to get the fuck out, ignored me the rest of the day. And at night, when we finally talked, he explained he just likes to look at them and he will poop sometimes outside the toilet to see them better. That's not all. He posts the pictures he took on Reddit for people to rate. I looked at his account and was horrified. Not only does he do it here, he's done it at his sister's house, at work, and in public bathrooms. He will post these locations like he's proud of it. I'm horrified and disgusted. He's been doing this for over a year, probably longer. We have two kids. How can he knowingly take a shit on a place they touch? He keeps saying he, can cle- he cleans it up, but obviously not if I can smell it this whole time. Does he just not care? He told me he will do whatever the fuck he wants with his body in his own private time, which I cannot accept. If he was only doing this in the toilet, weird, but whatever. The tub? Public bathrooms? Absolutely fucking not. Now I'm being accused of being controlling and a bitch. He's still giving me the silent treatment except to criticize me. He left to sleep at a motel last night. Checked his account with a bad feeling. Guess what he posted this morning from the motel? (laughs) He says this is normal. That's just a guy thing. Lots of guys have a dumb appreciation of their poops. Okay. Do they also extensively document it on the internet, detailing when and where they took a shit? What his BM felt like? Going into really gross detail, describing the poop? I've never heard of that, so I don't buy it. I just had a loss of how to get through to him, how incredibly disgusting this is. I don't even want to touch him. How can we have sex when he's basically playing with his own shit earlier the same day? <laughs> I can't deal with it. It's too weird and gross. Please don't just tell me to divorce him over one thing, because our relationship is usually really good. He's a great father, and I know he loves our family. He's a hard worker. I wasn't ever supposed to know about this. Now I
0: can't unsee it, so is it just my problem to get over somehow? See, things like this are tough for me because really is a victimless crime mm. because like I, the, the fact that she can still smell it. Maybe that's just like, is she coming in right after he has a shower or cause like, I guess, you know what, like, the poop is going to smell
1: no matter what, right? And, like, at least it's somewhat contained in a toilet bowl, so maybe it is just permeating the
0: air more. Even if you are, like, I don't know, like, poop smell goes, it doesn't last forever. So, I don't know if he's then, like, waffle stomping these boys. It
1: it lasts forever if he didn't clean it properly and there's still poop on the fucking edge of the bath. Sure,
0: but that's something, like, most people don't have brown bathtubs. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, I feel like if there was still poop debris, it would be very obvious that there was just, you know, a perfect turd sized sponge stained. Well, if he just wipes it off and doesn't clean it, like maybe it'll
1: still smell like shit. I well, I'm scientist. worried.
0: I'm worried he's not disposing of it properly. I think yeah. like if he's just cramming it down the drain, then yes, the poop like- smell is going to stain.
1: He's doing For, the old toe poke. But if yeah. he's
0: like then dunking it into the toilet, flushing it down. So I think you might just have to to rule, uh, like lay down some some poop etiquette of being like, how are you disposing of these boys? Because it does still smell in here. If you're going to keep playing poop, Documenter, <laughs> I need to know that it's going in the toilet and you're flushing it like a dead goldfish.
1: You know what? I, I kind of like this positive way you're going because in a sense, yeah,
0: sure. You know what I mean? It's weird. Let also, I, her like, her saying, "Oh, it's not common." There's a whole subreddit for it. Clearly, yeah. there's enough people yeah. who are unless it is literally just him and a subreddit <laughs> that he made by himself. It's just Dave's shits. <laughs> yeah, like unless that's the situation. But I'm I can almost guarantee you there's a huge community for this. Oh yeah, I'm sure there is a hundred percent. Now
1: let's let's answer some mini questions. Is it a guy thing? i
0: mean i don't do it and mm, i don't know but how many guys actually are doing this and we just don't know she her husband was doing it. she had no idea
1: yeah i don't know but like how, how many, many women are doing it and we're not knowing about it
0: how many it's people real just in general I, are doing I it? doing i'm
1: so upset that she hasn't posted the subreddit or his account which i guess is probably you know to be safe um just so like he isn't uh Doxed and you know fired and whatnot, but like I like your positivity. Maybe if we're gonna go Dane's way, we get him a pair of rubber gloves and we get him some high grade
0: cleaner, and we just make sure he cleans it right. So there is a subreddit called Rate My Poo. <laughs> there is three thousand three hundred and thirty four members. Is there a sad poop from a motel? I mean, these all seem to be roughly seven oh, days. Christ. Oh Christ! Oh. I hate why did I look at this <laughs> I hear you fear, <laughs> furiously searching for it. oh man there's one particular one of just color and consistency that really really upset me <laughs> what, what, oh my god there's so
1: many is it all the
0: same person I don't know no. so there is another one called our poop which has eight thousand these are all terrible poops I know it's it's upsetting, and I, I wish I had. Why am searched I here? For, right. Oh, this oh, this last one I saw was called "Slop is Fun." <laughs> <laughs> um So, you know, my advice for everyone listening right now is: don't search for "eat my poo." No, don't do this at all. And also, why can't I
1: get off it? Why? This so- one has a fork in it. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> this also has a fork in it. Why? Why is this a thing? Oh my god. Oh, it's the same person. That's his thing. Oh, so when shit in the plastic lunch? Why are they doing this? So, see, okay, there, I got to stop. I got to stop.
0: I can't. I'm telling you right now, there are worst case scenarios. This man is just taking a little poop. I, and like I oh just on it's the a, side of the fucking thing. It's a bucket poo. He pooped in a bucket. Okay, get off it right now. Young so man, it's like lasagna. Young man, get this. A- <laughs> Stop. Stop well, it. We're done. I can't. I can't. Get off. Ugh. Get off. it. It's uh, sorry. You talk. I need a minute. I have so many thoughts and I've I really am torn because yes, is it disgusting? Yeah, it's pretty gross. Is it my place to judge how disgusting it is? Not really. I think the the big problem is the fact that it, it's obviously not being disposed of or cleaned up properly. If it is still, if it's just like a 24 seven poop smell in your bathroom, something is incorrect, and something tells me he's probably just cramming it down the fucking drain. And that has gotta stop. Cause it you can't clean under the drain. And it might mm-hmm. be getting all stuck in your pipes and shit. Literally. Yeah.
1: But or or he's like when he's pooping he doesn't have the accuracy he thinks he has, and there are little poop specs elsewhere that has not have not been dealt with. Either way, I think the issues are the smell, the cleanliness or lack thereof, and also the reaction when you guys talked about this. I'm assuming he blew up because he's embarrassed. 100%. You know, he got he got caught out doing like what I'm pretty sure most people consider a fucking weird thing. And I get where he's coming from. I get where you're coming from. I'm going to take the Dane route and like <laughs> not be negative to this man. Um, he has a what looks like very supportive community out there. <laughs> Maybe don't ever use your forks again uh, just in case or your bucket or your plastic lunchbox is he hurting anybody? No. Now, okay. Now we get to to the interesting thing. You ever heard of coprophagy? No. So it is a it is the ingestion of feces or like obsession of feces. Of feces, feces, feces. Uh that's been associated with various medical disorders including a uh like a brain tumor. So someone in the comments which I found very interesting was saying that her brother went through something similar where they he became almost like obsessed with his poop and was like documenting it and like playing with it and like you know taking it out of the toilet and like posing it and shit. Um, and they kind of like brought him to a doctor, and it turns out he had a tumor and was causing this thing. And he got to take it taken out, and now he's fine. Okay, so just well, taking th- f- the pot, maybe go to the doctor.
0: So there's a there's a like middle ground that I think you can find. I think you can be like, hey, I'll let you keep playing with your poop, but we're <laughs> going we're going to the doctor. To get your head scanned for tumors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if there's a tumor, we remove it, solve the poop problem. Mm-hmm. Or you keep playing with poop if you're that way inclined, I guess. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm just happy that you're not going to die of a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. Or a brain poomer. <laughs> <laughs> but, like,
1: maybe, maybe show them that. And and just, you know, you could say you're worried. And then you can go see a doctor and, you know, clear that avenue at the very least. Yeah. And like, look, if it's a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. If he is unwilling to stop and you're unwilling to let it go, sure, that's fine. That, that happens sometimes. If, however, he's willing to meet you in the middle and be clean and you're able to get over it, then, you know, at least the poop secrets have been revealed. And hopefully you guys can have more healthy discussions about unhealthy things like smearing poop everywhere. Yeah. Can you imagine? He did, Okay, do you remember when we used to work at a bar and someone used to always poop on the back of the toilet? Yes. <laughs> I wonder if it, that, that was what they were doing. Because this guy Maybe. does it at work, too. Yeah. What if it's someone we used to work with? It could be. I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall of the conversation when our very angry head chef finally had to corner the person who'd done it and, and I guess ask them why and to stop. <laughs> Because I uh, bet that
0: was top 10 most awkward conversations. At this point in time, you just have to think. Like, everyone you swipe on Tinder or online dating or meet in the world, you have to stop and be like, are you one of the 3,334 members of Rate My Poo? It's a lot of people. And, and the poop subreddit is even larger. It's like 8,000 mm-hmm. or something. And they're only the people that are, like, active members.
1: not like There could still be creepers who aren't oh, willing yeah, to those- commit their account.
0: Those are people who have decidedly clicked on subscribe to mm-hmm. Rate My Pooh. Yeah. There I promise you, there are probably triple, quadruple the amount of people who go on there just to be like, Let me see these big old turds. And you know what? I'm I'm
1: very sad that I didn't click in and, and look at the comments because I didn't see how do they rate them. I d I don't
0: want to know and I Are their criteria? I'm done. Or is it just like a flat number? Talking about Dang. this. Stop. Get I can hear you typing. Stop okay, it. I'm going back in. No, don't. I'm I'm gonna read the next question. Okay, I'm just gonna click into one. I'm gonna see
1: what they say. I am thrilled. Beautiful. A single piece. So envious. Are you human? I'd love you to sit over me and slide that into my tunnel plug.
0: Well, I'm done. And I hope you're proud of yourself there. I had to do it. And um, this comes from Reddit user Milky Mr. Milkyaw um cute girl at work probably 19 with autism said she doesn't like to be touched but plays with me whenever i see her 25 so there's this cute girl at my work that i've known for probably a year now and she's generally been a shy person but since the day one she's been pretty open and straight with me more than once has said she had said stuff towards me that makes me think that she's into me but after a while my role changed and i knew i wouldn't see her for a good long while Uh, so i gave her a hug and said something along the lines of i won't see you For uh, probably a year, it's been nice getting to know you, blah, 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 Uh, and gave her a hug. But here's the thing. She has autism, and she's told me a few times prior to this that she hates being touched by people. So at the time, it was light and kind of awkward. Anyway, fast forward a few months, her shifts changed to the point where I see her a few times a week. And as as of recent, we generally have lunch together, and she playfully kicks and grabs my hands on occasion. My question is, what do I do? And in brackets, it says, I'm definitely into her, even though she's probably not a great fit for me. What even is autism? Like, I get what it is, but how could it affect a potential relationship? Or how do I tell what part of the spectrum she falls under? She seems fairly normal, definitely has some underlying issues, but hey, who doesn't? That's a weird ending. Yeah. (laughs) What even is autism?
1: Maybe do a fucking Google search, dude. Firstly, um, that's that's a question you could very easily... Maybe not solve, but, you know, start to educate yourself somewhat. Um, Secondly, the fact that you're saying she's not a good fit for you is a red flag to me because it's like, you know, are you just in this because someone's maybe attracted to you? Because it's a really shitty thing to do when you're her senior, both in age and work to just be like, I think I can get sex out of this. You know, like, I would love to know why you said that. And is it just because she's autistic? In which case that kind of sucks. That's the vibe Um, I get. Yeah, that's kind of what I get, but it could be also she's autistic. I don't know. Um, But either way, I don't think it's good because if you're like already discounting her for a thing she has that you obviously have no idea about, that's a shitty thing to do. And if you're also saying it for other reasons and are also upset by that, it just sounds like none of these are reasons you should hook up with or get with this person in, in any way, shape or form. Because it seems like you're doing it just because she's there.
0: No, I mean, like, I don't know if that... I don't get the vibe that he's doing it just because she's there. I, I think the... And I think this is a common thing for people who do have autism. I, I think that there's, like... It's obvious he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. He's obviously... Mm. he's Like, the ignorance level is is off the charts here. I think he's worried about things like, you know, is it taking advantage of someone who has autism to, like, try to ask them out? Or, like, what kind of... Like, Or is it going to be hard to date them because they have autism? Like, I think that's kind of the vibe Mm -hmm. I'm getting from them. So I think, like, one of the most important things we talk about. I would would agree with that. But the thing
1: is, he's saying he has no idea, but he's also saying they're a bad fit. That's like, you can't think you're a bad fit if you've no idea. Unless you're just going to make shitty generalizations.
0: Well, he says, like, what even is autism? Like, I get what it is, but how could it affect a potential relationship? Mm -hmm. But he also then,
1: before that, says we're not a good fit. So it's like, to me, it seems strange to be like, we're not going to fit.
0: And then blame it on the thing he actively admits he has no idea what it is. Some things to know about autism. A lot of people talk about the spectrum, Mm -hmm. which I I think a lot of people see it as like a 2D sliding scale of like not autistic in the middle. And then like, you know, you go one way or the other Mm -hmm. um, towards various other diagnoses. But like, that's not how autism works. Autism is much more like an array it's like sexuality yeah you know, it's not just it's, gay
1: straight by it's like you could be like
0: you know anywhere like
1: what's the Kinsey scale
0: yeah and like it, it's almost like think of it more of like a tree with which mm-hmm. branches off and then those branches have branches and those branches have branches and like the people at the end of those branches are or like the leaves are, are the people who have that very unique combination of things Mm -hmm. So like you'll meet an autistic person who has no sort of outward tells, and then you'll meet someone who has autism, who like, doesn't like a certain color, doesn't like physical contact, can't make eye contact. Like those are all, Mm -hmm. uh, but like, they could also just be social anxiety. Like there's, it's frustrating when I hear people talk about like high functioning and low functioning as if that means anything. People with
1: autism can range from like, you know, you wouldn't know unless they told you at all to like. Needs, you know, assistance in various degrees in life to like literally anything in between. One of my best friends growing up was autistic. Uh, He had Asperger's and he had some like quirks and some like tics, but you would not have known he was any different to anybody else. And uh, in a way, uh, not in a way, but he literally isn't. You know what I mean? It's like people need to be able to step away from this like, oh, you're autistic and, you know, treat people
0: like people. And so like the reason I thought this was an interesting question, one to bring in is like... You don't need to treat people who are autistic with kid gloves or treat them any differently. Nine times, like, and if you do, she told you, hey, I don't like being touched by people. Mm-hmm. The fact that she is, you know, okay touching you might be an indication that she feels comfortable and trusts you. That's mm-hmm. a great sign. That's cool, great, awesome. But there are, like, there's no harm in, you know, before doing things, getting clarification, getting permission, getting, you know, consent is important. Regardless of whether someone is autistic or not. So, if you do go on a date, you know, there's no harm in saying, Hey, do you mind if I hold your hand? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's no harm in this. And if someone gets upset about that, then that's their issue, not yours. I think it's really cool that, like,
1: you know, they were open and honest about their shit from the get go. So, it's like, it's not like you found this out secretly and you've never actually talked about it. She said, I don't like being touched. She said she's autistic. So, it's like, you don't have to feel weird about bringing this up. If she's, like, holding your hand or whatever, you could just be like, oh, you know, I thought you didn't like being touched, like, or, or something to that degree and, like, bring it up. And maybe she'll be like, oh you're not so bad, or if I initiate, it's fine, or whatever, and then you'll know.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone would be upset if you tried to clarify, you know, things that help them out. You know what I mean? Like like you said, like, just being like, is this okay? If she's touching and being like, this is okay. And then if they, they will hopefully clarify as to, you know, the parameters of, of whatever you're unsure of. And you can be like, like now said, like, maybe it's okay if she initiates it. Great, mm. cool. And how you know this. And and you just have to like move forward and learn and and treat this person the way that you would treat anyone and learning anyone else's own individual preferences. Because I know people who aren't autistic who don't like to be touched. Mm -hmm. Like Dane doesn't like his nipples touched. I fucking don't touch my napples. You gotta
1: learn that. He doesn't like his eyelids poked or scraped. Uh, Oh. You don't want to get into the trap of being like, oh, am I allowed, like date them? Is it bad for me? It's like they're fine. They're human. They're at work. Like get out of that mindset and just treat them like a normal fucking person. It's like, by all means, clarify or pay a little extra care. But like take the fucking kid gloves off. Take the weirdness out of this. Like, be aware that you are their senior, both in age and work. You know what I mean? But once you're not being creepy in that regard. Fucking ask them out on a date, you know, ask them where they'd like to go. If they have like sensitivity to like stimulus, maybe they won't want to go to a crowded bar. Maybe they want to go somewhere quiet. But again, that's anyone could be like that. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing
0: really different happening here. So just be open to what they say. But like, don't be weird. Shall we move to Tinder's? Let's do it. At the end of the episode, we like to peruse online dating. Check out uh, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, Christian Mingle, Mash.com. E Harmony. Is E Harmony still a thing? I don't know. Um, mostly tenders. We look through tenders and uh, we comb them for red flags, what things are, are bad, what are good, and we try to make your online dating experience a little more manageable, a little more enjoyable. This is
1: Amanda. <gasps> Being with me is seductive, fun, and often an addictive experience that you will find hard to compare to other women. I believe that life should be a savory experience and not just an existence. If you are a man with a big heart who knows who you are, loves what you do, and the only missing piece in your life is an EPIC partner, this is the last profile you'll have to read. I am a no-drama woman. Please write when you are free and ready for a new person in your life. Are you in, wink face? Some interesting
0: choices of words and phrasing. Yeah. It's a bit intense... Well, maybe I'm in a good mood today, but like I'm not really upset at it.
1: Yeah, it kind of reads like a bad, like someone's first novel where you're just throwing in like fucking adjectives everywhere.
0: That's what I mean. Like it's it's a bit intense and a bit much and a bit sort of like
1: tryhardy, a little arrogant too. Being with me is seductive, fun, and addictive, and you'll find it hard to compare to other women. It's like. Look, I love that you're bigging yourself up. I love that you seem to be like, hey, I'm the best. But also, it's a little much.
0: So, like, again, but, like, I don't really see anything there that makes me want to run away from them. No, I don't don't think it's a great profile. Yeah, I'm going to give it a five. Okay. It's it's just kind of, like, middle of the road. I don't, like, it's not a bad profile. There's just nothing, like, nothing there to hook me, nothing there to repel me. So I'm giving it a five. This is Safwan. Egyptian, relocated to Toronto from Istanbul, March 2020, COVID times, for good. Looking to make friends, dates, and anything in between. Easy and go, easy going, with no set agenda. It's so boring. I feel like anyone who says they don't have an agenda... Yeah, has an agenda. ...has an agenda. The profile, uh, you're right, it is boring, it's bland. It feels
1: to me like if I was like, hey, you know, boy who moved to Toronto from Ireland, uh,
0: unarmed. Yeah, don't, don't have a weapon. Exactly. Like, it, there's just that last... Like, everything is just sort of like, meh. And then you're like, okay, why is that last si- line so sinister? And maybe, again, I could be just reading into this. It, maybe it's a translation thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just trying to say, like, easygoing, not looking for anything specific. Yeah. But the, like, no agenda. The second anyone says agenda, I'm... Maybe they mean like a a literal
1: like life agenda. You know what I mean? Like I have no plans. I'm easy going. I'm just kind of like free and easy. But I will say I once when I was in Thailand, I saw a tattoo place and it had in giant letters, clean needles. Yeah. I was like, hmm, (laughs) why why you got to say that?
0: I'm going to give it a five
1: to get the word agenda out of there, right, dude? I'm I'm giving it a three because it's it's boring.
0: Actually, you know, yeah, I'm going to give it a three.
1: Like it has nothing. It's like, cool. You moved here from somewhere and that's it. That's all you're giving me. Is that what you are? You ready for Meg? Yeah. Mixed race, light-skinned native princess. I make music and fashion. Find me on Instagram. Boys with bills only. Must be rolling more than me. Dollar emoji. Heart emoji.
0: Fire emoji. No job, no chance. Heartbreak emoji. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, let's face it. If you're making art and music, <laughs> chances are you're not making shit. So you've set the bar a very low. <laughs> yeah, it's a garbage one. It's It's getting a two. Yeah, I don't like it either. That's two for me as well. (laughs) This is Max. Single father. A child of God. Science enthusiast. Fully vaccinated. STI free. Looking for... In quotations. You. If you are the center of the world, then swipe left. If you are a narcissist, bully, or racist, swipe left. Looking for... Yeah, uh, it's kind of
1: creepy. STI free again, kind of a weird one because it's like, I feel like a lot of these things are implied. And know. Yeah. On, in one, on one hand, it's it's pretty rad that like, if you're open enough to discuss STIs and get regular checks and all that, like a lot of people aren't, they're just terrified of the whole process. Yeah. So it's like, in one sense, sound pretty sex positive and like, you know, experienced. In another hand, it's kind of got that clean needles feeling.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes. So I'm gonna give it a six, seven for me. See, I'm gonna a higher one because, and here's the reason: I I got pretty skeptical when it said "child of God," but then proceeded to say he's a science enthusiast, got fully vaxxed, talking about STI free, which makes again mm-hmm. makes it seem like he's very sex positive, and then also is like you know no bully, racist, narcissist. Uh, so yeah, and I'm not saying that all fucking religious people are. Bad, but I'm just saying. Usually, people who make religion their identity Mm -hmm. tend to have a very specific worldview that can be not great. Fucking shit. (laughs) Um, So I think, like, I was, I was really, I was continually surprised by the things he was saying Mm -hmm. after almost initially saying that he is a child of God. Now, the science he follows is Scientology, though, and he's only STD
1: free because he's waiting for marriage maybe i mean and he yeah. thinks people that don't support protesting outside uh land parenthoods are bullies and racists he wants them to swipe left so maybe. now give it a <laughs> no i'm I'm still giving it a seven it's kind of boring overall again yeah. it's like i would like to know more about you i don't hate it though so seven yeah i'm giving it a seven as well now oh, you said you were giving a higher well i'll give it a
0: 7.2 okay
1: This is April with two L's. Feminist, intellectual, INTP, children's mental health. Workaholic. Generally pretty selfish. Shrugging emoji. Sometimes I don't get jokes. Country kid in the city. My dog is my everything. I am deliberate and afraid of nothing, is a quote.
0: Cool. I mean, the second anyone willingly admits that they're selfish is a hard pass for me. Also,
1: I don't get jokes.
0: It's like, why are you, like, why
1: would you tell me those two things?
0: Because those two things
1: are, are shit. They're selfish way more than anything. It's yeah. like, to just come straight, imagine, like, me i like, hey, I'm, I'm usually pretty selfish.
0: I'm a super selfish person, just so you know that. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, cool. Well, then, consider me not interested. Yeah. Hi, uh, welcome to Fuck Buddies. I'm Nile. I'm very selfish. Yeah, I'm going to give this a two. Yeah, it's a two. This is Edward, 27. You're not so average. Disney loving, bubble tea drinking, corgi butt poking, purveyor of cute pharmacists. Looking for dates, travel buddies, and someone to force me to the gym. Laughing emoji. Uh, Long term relationship minded, but open to whatever comes my way. So is he saying he's a a pharmacist or he's a purveyor of cute pharmacists? So I've now just noticed that he does have his his, uh, occupation listed as pharmacist, but I feel like at some point in time, either he doesn't, like he didn't use the right word. Mm -hmm. But it does sound like he is kind of collecting cute pharmacists, right? Because like,
1: what if I'm not a pharmacist? I would just swipe left.
0: Yeah. And I'm not a pharmacist.
1: I know that's going to come as a shock to everyone here.
0: Yeah. And like, I'm trying to like read this in a way that he could maybe rearrange it. Maybe he's just a purveyor of cute. I think that's what he's trying to say. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think he's trying to say, I'm a purveyor of cute. And a pharmacist, but like the way he strung it together and in his sentence structure, it yeah. makes it sound like he is just collecting a menagerie of adorable pharmacists. Which, hey, I'm all here for, but uh, yeah, I don't love it. I, I That. Specifically,
1: I like that he, you know, mentions bubble tea at Disney and poking Corgi's butts because it's a fucking hobby I can get behind. Yeah. Mostly good. It's going to be seven. He just kind of lost me with that confusing sentence.
0: Yeah, I would. Yes, I would say I'm going to give him a seven, too. But you need to work on your sentence structures. Uh, Speaking of people
1: giving a lot of information about themselves, this is Sammy, 27. I'm black, not Indian. And then there's Snapchat. (laughs) How would you ever not swipe right on that? It and makes me...
0: Yeah, I don't even... Yeah, I it's gonna two. Be, I'm going to give it a one, because it's literally nothing. I just want to save my ones for, like, the terrible shit. Oh, fair. I thought we were done. I thought that was our last one. Oh, I, I got, like,
1: five more. Okay, well, we're not going to do five more. Uh, this is by Siri SS. Tired of being an adult? Be my baby then, and the, like, two fingers twisting against each other emoji, and, like, a mm, emoji, and then SS... It's from my first and last name, not about Nazis, Shrugging. (laughs) Sorry, I can't edit it unless I delete my account from Bangkok, Thailand.
0: That's pretty good, because I did (laughs) wonder about the SS.
1: Yeah, I I just like, there's so... How many people must have asked her that she had to be like, (gasps) uh,
0: Now, how many people were upset about it, or how many people were excited by it? That's the real worry, isn't it? That's the real question. I mean, other than that, like, five... Yeah, five. Uh, Because I'm not going to kink shame her baby play. That's fair. And this is Sydney.
1: I have a cat. It purrs. Can you play recreationally? Soccer, volleyball, or basketball? I'm assertive and don't care about your feelings. So if you're beta, swipe left. Must
0: be useful in other ways than being useless. That went a direction I was not going to expect. This is going to be a... a, Hmm. I'm going to give it a two. I think it's slightly better than the racial clarification of the last post no this is worse that one had nothing but this is actively shit i'm assertive and don't
1: care about your feelings so if you're beta swipe left yeah must be useful in other ways than being useless i think they thought that was a smart thing to say but is in fact a fucking useless thing to say because being useless isn't useful so shut up <laughs> god damn it Ah, uh, it's a one or a zero for me.
0: Yeah, okay, you've 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 swayed me on this one as well. I will also give it a one.
1: I don't care about your. Feel- Why would you say that? Like you don't care about anyone's feelings or just your potential partners? Because either way, you suck.
0: Yeah, not great. Like not- that's. A- <laughs> How could you say that with a straight face? That's an absolutely wild, insane thing to say. Thank you very much for listening, friends. Uh, this has been our show. We're all done now. You've done it. You've made it to the end, and we couldn't love you more for joining us this week. But we try every week. Every love you week, a little bit more. We we try to give you a little bit more love, and I hope that's that's clear because we're we're killing ourselves for you guys. Ooh. Oh no, that's, that's I don't know. Dark. I don't have much love juice left, guys. Oh no, but I'll Dang. give you every drop. I'll give you every fucking drop. I got to meet up with Dane this week and just pump him full of more love juice. (laughs) Gross. If you have a question for us, uh, please visit us on our website at fbuddiespodcast.com. You can send us an email. You can find us on all our social medias. And we will answer your question as soon as we can. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvesters
1: for the song Paper Stars. And are you ready for some sex writing? Uh, This is from Fan Fiction. Her figure had been filled out. The slim figure she had from before had been replaced by a giant hourglass figure with long sleeves. Her hips were present without being too full, and her breasts easily reached a whopping G-cup, both of which stood out more thanks to her striped clothing. How did all this happen? he asked, as he threw his hands out, gesturing to all of her.
0: Are you really not going to reveal the name of the characters? That's all it says, I don't know. Oh, really? You don't know what it's from? No. Oh, I thought you were playing coy with me and going to hit me with some more fucking... Like Cookie Monster shit. Well, okay, now I'm looking down, and apparently it's from Five
1: Nights at Freddy's fanfic. Which is just bizarre.
0: (laughs) There it is. Yeah. (laughs) My name is Tate Miller. My name is Val Spain. And we have been your fuck buddies.